What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're about to break down the final week of the regular season of the 2023-2024 season. Week 18, baby. And as always, before we get into it, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks for the final week. For, and if you're hoping for your team to make the playoffs or a certain team to not make it, let us know down below. I'm Paul Pickham Winham, and I'm joined with... You already know, man. It's that boy, Kev. Water boy, some boy, a.k.a. The Dom PYE, always the realest on your screen. Yeah. Paul, I really don't look forward to the end of the season ever. But I love me some playoffs. I love me some playoffs. Right and, the way this season, and the way this season's gone out, there's so much implications going on this week that the week 18 is low-key always one of my favorite weeks. Even when they be sitting motherfuckers and, like, the bench players come out and shine out of nowhere. Like, remember that year, like, the Packers were on a tear and then they put in, like, Matt Flynn and Matt Flynn threw, like, six touchdowns and shit. Got a fucking contract with the Seahawks just to get benched for Russell Wilson. But that's a whole other story. But um, I always love me some Week 18s. Yeah, fucking. You got some teams. And a lot of the, the schedule made did a good job because a lot of these teams that are playing, this, like, final week means a lot for, like, each team or something. Like, some of these teams could be spo- uh, play spoiler – some of these teams are just they need a win or else like now it's out of their hands and they and then the two other teams are battling. Like it's it, this is gonna be a good week. It's hard to really break down too because of the fact that like the Chiefs are not playing the starters. The Ravens probably aren't playing the starters. Like some teams that have that first seed, they might play a little bit of starters and then bench them. Like so it's it's some of these games might get like might be kind of boring. Some of these games might be kind of lit. I feel like this week there's a lot of volatility to like what's gonna happen game by game. Mm-hmm. Hey man, they told us a long time ago. If you're scared, go to church. Like I love week 18 because this shows who got the cojones. Uh, and uh, I was gonna ask you, do you have any special game you want to talk about first, or do you want to knock the slate from top to bottom? I mean, I mean, we kind of might as well just go straight into it. Like, there's no point in beating around the bush. We know what we get both games. Both games we want to talk about. Your Miami Dolphins, my pick for number one in the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills, got flexed. Like, it wasn't even a night game. They got flexed. Flex on them real quick into the Sunday night game because it's a one-on-one matchup for the fucking t- for the fucking division crown. And you couldn't you couldn't ask for it no other way. You really couldn't ask for it no other way. In Miami, like it's about to be some crazy ass shit. And it's you versus me. Like low key. Like I'm just sitting there thinking like if it if it wasn't for the division crown, I would have chosen the Dolphins. But it's for the division crown and the bills are hot right now, Pau. How you feel about my 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 future AFC champions right now? <laughs> See, and the I think that they're coming in ready. They've been playing their best ball so far in quite some weeks. They definitely have picked it up since their uh mid mid year skid. Uh, Josh Allen didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. My boy Tua is not only Pro Bowl uh made the Pro Bowl, but he also is the starter for the Pro Bowl. Uh, just letting that be known before I get into it. But our team. Our team does also. I mean, enough. Like, fuck the Bills. I, our team just came off an ass whooping, and I think that like we're a team that likes to bounce back. Like 
maybe the last few weeks we got beat. The next team we played wasn't really a good team. So when we bounced back, no one really gave us the, like, oh, bravo, y'all look good this week. It was more like, hey, that was what you're supposed to do. This is back-to-back weeks for playing playoff caliber teams, and I think we're we're a bounce-back team. Mike McDaniels knows how to coach them up, get the boys res- – uh, the boys are resilient. I wish we still had Bradley Chubb. He's out for the season now. We also out Jalen Phillips, our two best pass rusher. But Andrew Van Ginkle has come in and has lit the world on fire, so I'm not too worried in that aspect. I think it's going to be a great game, but given that it's in Miami and, like, our boys are going to be lit because we have a chance to go first first in the division since first time since 08, and it'll be against this Bills team that I don't know if how the Bills team talks. I don't know if they get chippy with us like that, but I do know the fans get very chippy with the Dolphins uh, fans. It, it will only be – it's only right that we can secure the number one seed by busting the Bills and even hopefully adding Terry on top, knocking them out of the playoffs – because all all we need to hope for is the Texans and Steelers to win, uh, I believe, or what was it? Yeah, like as long as like the Steelers win and the Texans win, or like the Colts win, one of the one of the two of those three teams, as long as two of those three teams win and the Buffs, Buff, Buffalo Bills lose, we we also knocked them out of the playoffs. So it's gonna be pretty great. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. But like the way it goes is that like. This is such a rivalry, and it's always been like this. And, like, you only know this if you actually know fans of these teams. Like, the same way the NFC South is a fucking bloodbath war every year. It's the same way in AFC East. The AFC East, you guys are known for beating each other. So it's not like there's ever, like, a just a, a shutout, like maybe how Pat Mahomes would be doing on AFC West. You feel me? Like, there's always a random – you guys are probably – you guys are beating Tom Brady more than any other team. Like – this, this, my mom is a Dolphin fan and she hates the Bills. Like, she, and she doesn't know it. She thinks it's because somebody said something she didn't like one time. No, I know exactly why you hate the Bills. And my brother is named after Jim Kelly, former Bills quarterback. Like, that's how often they used to watch these, them play each other. So, like, this rivalry, for it to go this way, and the Bills have to play for their fucking lives. Like, if you miss this game and you fucking you know, begging on, on praying for a Steelers team, that has Mike Tomlin as a coach and is playing against a Ravens team that's benching their starters and a Texans team that is playing a Colts team. Like, you are – you need to win this game. There's no shot of doubt about it. And they're coming in with that same mindset. But I don't know how often they swoop y'all either. So, like, this is how shit gets interesting. They beat y'all earlier in the season when they weren't playing Don't the best ball. Too. But that was in Buffalo. That was in Buffalo. We know you guys are two different teams in two different places. At home, y'all hold it fucking down. So I'm excited. I can't wait for Sunday night. And I'm, I'm of course, rocking with Miami. And I think we secured a number one seed first time since 08. And knock, hopefully even better, we knock them out of the playoffs. Nice, nice. But we'll see where the vibes go. That shit going to be crazy. So that that would be your pick for, like, the, the game that you can't look forward to. The one I'm looking forward to, Kevin, this is me being a true NFC South fan that I am is the Panthers taking on the Buccaneers. No one's talking about it. Buccaneers have their de- they have control of their own destiny. All they have to do is beat the Panthers, and they're in. But if the Panthers can find a way to, to play spoiler, This you might have to be a Panthers fan for at least three at least three hours at 1 o'clock, Kev, because if they beat them, 
it opens the door for whoever wins the Falcons or the Saints game into the who um into the NFC South. So like this is one of those domino effect games. Like this game could play the Panthers can play spoiler and open the door for both the uh, both of y'all games. And I th- honestly the reason I'm bringing it up is because I think they will. I think the Panthers for whatever reason they, I mean they played them close as hell last game. There was like eighteen to twenty one. It came down to the wire. Baker doing some Baker shit to do it. But I think it'll be the most buccaneer shit ever. If them boys are all looking good, they're all hyped. They're basically getting their their playoff. Um, uh, all the fans getting their playoff money ready for the. Uh, maybe we'll go travel see a game, and then they fucking fumble it right at the, right there at the finish line, and it'll be to a divisional opponent in the Panthers, where they've been shitting on all year. On like, oh, look at what Bryce and them. This team stinks. Oh yeah, but uh, they suck. The the. I could I could definitely see Baker and them boys stumbling and fumbling at the fucking finish line, which would open the door up. I know you're hoping for it for your Falcons or the New Orleans Saints to steal the steal that trophy at the last second. So here's my take, right? So if we didn't lose to the Bears, if we didn't lose to the Panthers, if we didn't lose to the Bucks, you would hear me come on this on this fucking podcast every week and I would be screaming, oh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. We're the hottest team in the league right now. Baltimore ain't seen nothing like us. Buffalo, they don't want it. I'd be in this bit telling you, but like, I know what record, what um schedule we came in with this year and I see the teams that we've lost to and the teams that we beat. So I've never been screaming playoff fan. Like, so like maybe I'm a bad fan for this or maybe I'm a realistic motherfucker. But I'm not really tripping about going to the playoffs and stealing a win from somebody or doing. I'm not really tripping about getting a home. I'm not really tripping on that. Like I'm not. But I could see a world where this Panthers team just comes with it. Like they play one great game, and this is the game they chose to play. I mean, I could see that. I could see Baker fumbling. I could see the boys doing some dumb shit, and then I can see us beating the Saints. Like I don't see. Us being the Saints, sweeping that, sweeping the, sweeping that, um, sweeping that, the sweeping that, fucking sweeping they ass this year, and then Panthers just doing what they got to do to play spoiler, and the Falcons be the ultimate spoiler winner of that spoiler because that means that we go to the playoffs. I can see that, and I, there's a realm of possibility where that goes down, but like I'm not tripping on that. Tony, bro. And Heineke and y'all did get beat up pretty bad last week, but like Heineke, another another guy who likes to bounce back after one bad week. Oh, I think we could. This is definitely a very winnable game. And like, this is for fun. This is for like the fun. We get to play spoiler in a sense. And if we play spoiler the right way, we get to, we motherfucking walk and we walk into the fucking um, dance. So it's going to be a vibe. We'll see what goes down. I got my Falcons for sure. I'm not tripping on. I think the Saints defense looked good last week, but I'm not tripping on them. Like, I'm not. I don't expect Taysom Hill to be open to score no touchdowns. I'm not expecting Jesse Bates to get beat, beat on the first for the first um, touchdown of the game again. It's not going down like that. I can see my team coming through, closing out the season, and getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Another player that got kind of snubbed this year, Jesse Bates. He he didn't make the Pro Bowl this year. Kind of crazy. Wow. I'm not. I'm not a big – I'm not going to get into that yet. We'll wait until later in the episode. But 
yeah, shit. Let's make it down to slate now. We got the little the heater games. Saturday, we got two games. Both should be a good one. I mean, I don't know about the first one, but who knows? Pittsburgh Steelers, three-point favorite against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens aren't playing their starters. Huntley will be the starter for this game. I think Odell might play a little bit of snaps. But I don't think like I don't think the skill guys are gonna be out there for long. Hence why the Steelers are a three-point favorite. Steelers need a win to keep their playoff hopes alive. If they lose this game, it ain't looking too hot. It is against – they did beat the Ravens earlier this year. This is a matchup where they usually split the games. So it, it is kind of weird because you, your, your gut tells you to pick the Steelers. They got starters playing. But, like, will the Ravens find a way to play spoiler in their own right to at least not only – they already have the number one seed locked up, but there is that divisional rival – we don't like this team type of thing still going on. No, that's real tight. I mean, I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens. Um, I like the Ravens resting their own players. I just think their second unit is still a pretty good fucking unit. Like, I think he's just got a lot of dogs on that team. So, like, Lamar or Hutley, I think the Steelers defense still has to come come with their hard hats on and understand, like, yo, if we want to make the fucking playoffs, we got to win this game. I want to see – what my dog Mason Rudolph looks like against this fucking um, Ravens defense who may not have their immediate core all game. So I don't know. I think the Ravens could win this game, but I'm picking the Steelers low-key. I think this might be one of the first times I'm going against the Ravens this season. But, like, I'm picking the Steelers because I don't think Mike Tomlin and the boys finesse they finesse their way into the playoffs again. I can definitely see it. Um Baltimore's gonna be going kind of crazy. And I I think I think the Ravens still find a way to win this game as the home underdog. I think Baltimore's gonna be rocking. And just the fact that you said it, their second unit is pretty good and they run a scheme where they can kind of rely on the next guy. And Huntley, he's like Lamar Jackson light. Like he has he's very mobile himself. He has a good arm. Lamar Jackson, like <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he is. Like, there's a reason why he was a starter all year. Um, every year that Lamar Jackson gets hurt is because they they know that he can kind of run the offense. He's mobile as hell. So I think, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a battle of the backup quarterbacks. And I'm I'm gonna take the Ravens one. Damn, when you put it like that, that's pretty fine. But now I'm thinking Steelers because this is one of those games where the defense is like, yo, it's on us this time. Like, I think this is going to be a, a low-scoring affair, and somebody might win this game, like, 7 to 10 type vibes. Yeah, I'm not expecting many points either. So I'm expecting, uh, like, this is your Mason Rudolph doesn't look like superhuman type of game. 16-14 type vibes. Like, I'm not expecting a lot of points in this game. And then our other Saturday, the Saturday night game, Colts versus Texans. Massive implications, both sitting at nine and seven. Colts are in the playoffs technically, whereas the Texans are out of the playoff picture. Texans win and they're in. Colts win and they're in. Who is walking out with the I mean, actually, if the Texans win, technically, the the Bills would be able to uh no no mind I'm wrong. As long as this game doesn't tie, they're good. So okay, so yeah. Whoever wins is in the playoffs here. How do you feel? CJ Stroud is healthy. Garner Minshew is seemingly that dude. How are we feeling? Oh, um, 
Oh, man. I mean, Gardner, the Minshew Mania has been cool all season. I've been enjoying it. He definitely came in after AR got um injured, and he did what he needed to do. He held his team together. He managed the game. He looked exciting at moments, and they scored touchdowns enough to win games. But I got C.J. Stroud because nobody expected them to be here. Nobody saw this coming. Like, we didn't think they were Cardinals bad, but we thought they were going to be bad, like straight up. So, like, the learning process. Literally, the fact that we're in this bitch watching the game go the way it goes, I'm like, oh, this Cardinal team is not no, they're not no slouches. Say less. So, yeah, I got a lot of, um, I said, no, none of these Cardinals. This Texans teams ain't no slouches. So, so I got CJ Stroud, Demico Ryan, and I think they will their way into the playoffs. Yeah, I think so, too. And honestly, if the Texans, if CJ Stroud doesn't get hurt, I think they're sitting even – like, they probably are, are a 10-win team right now, not a 9-win team. Um, I, I Honestly, I think DeMarco Ryans, his name is in the Coach of the Year candidacy. He's one of the top three guys. Defensively, they're sound. I think they have – they are hard-hitting, too. We I don't think we stress that enough. Like, they – similar to the Ravens squad. Like, this is a hard-hitting team. And – I think CJ Stroud is really that dude. It it would have been crazier if the Colts had the same type of season they had this year with AR in, because then we're talking about two rookie quarterbacks battling in their first years to go to the playoffs, uh, which would have been a crazy story. But it's still a good story nonetheless. I'm rocking with the Texans. It is an away game, away game for them. So it is. They're also a very young team. So I wouldn't be shocked if the, the moment's a little too big for them. But so far this year, nothing looked too big for CJ Stroud. Nah, definitely. Ah, man. So, yeah, I'm glad we both going Texas on this one. Down to Sunday slate. We already kind of hit on this one. This was like the two for one. But just to clarify, I'm going with Panthers over the Bucks. I, I, maybe the Bucks are a better team. Baker and them are hot. You can kind of – that all is true. But be it a person that has lived in Tampa for a long period of their life, seeing what they've done outside of the Tom Brady eras, this team has fine knacks. They're similar to the Jags and the Lions, where they find ways to shoot themselves in the foot any way they possibly can. And I this, this could be the biggest buck moment ever, is losing to the Panthers at 1 o'clock and, and finding out maybe within 10 minutes of that loss that the Falcons or Pan or the Falcons or Saints will be going to the playoffs. <laughs> nah, that shit is gonna be so funny. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it goes down like that. So yeah, I'm gonna rock with the Panthers with you. Just not just because I guess I'm a hater. Yeah. Me and uh Marcus, we be talking about Tua and Bryce Young. We were calling them the short kings. The short kings is crazy. <laughs> yeah, short kings, right? I don't believe in you, Bryce. Next game, divisional. A lot of these games, there. I think almost every game this week is a divisional game. Actually, every game this week is a divisional game. Absolutely. Not gonna lie, I fuck with that. Next one, Bengals Browns. Bengals are not in the playoff picture, unfortunately. Even though they are eight and eight. Wait, did I speak to yeah. They are eliminated at eight and eight. Browns already in the playoffs. These are two teams. I don't know who's got what going for them. Browns are resting Joe Flacco. Got to get that boy ready for the playoffs. And uh, uh, nice. Yeah, on the other end, the Bengals are going with Brownie. Nothing to lose. They expect Burrow back next year. 
this is a game where the Bengals are three. I mean, a seven-point favorite. So it's a mess. There's a whole touchdown favorite, and for that reason, I'm going to say one of my best bets will be the uh, Browns plus seven. Uh, I do think that they're going to at least keep it somewhat close. Like, I I don't think the Bengals are going to put up fifty points or something against this Browns defense. Uh, so I I think they keep it close. Even though I say all that, I'm gonna go with the Bengals just because Jake Brown. <laughs> Jake Brown is gonna be starting also, so like at least they'll have a, a a person who's looked like a competent NFL quarterback. Yeah, I'm definitely taking. It. I mean, I thought you were picking the Browns, and I was like, oh, Browns plus seven. Okay, that's not terrible. That's a good bet. Yeah, for sure, taking the Jake um Browning and the um Bengals, and I'll always be mad at this Bengals team because what if they're not making the playoffs, they deserve that because. You had this dude that was a dude on your fucking um bench. You could have let Joe Burrow sit for a little bit and relax, but not not have to fucking. I don't know what causes injury or nothing like that, but like you could have let Joe Burrow rest and maybe maybe we would have been in a different situation and Joe Burrow finishes out the season. But you mother truckers was not trusting dude. Now you had to go with him. Now you show that he's a dude. Yeah, maybe Jake Brown is just the one of the worst practice players of all time. I think it's just the system. Like sometimes you just might not shine, and then like, but in the game you have to adjust. But it's just like in practice, like, nobody's adjusting the system. You you a backup quarterback, fucking fucking do this shit right. Facts. Both on the both on the Bengals, going from one cat to another cat. We got the Lions taking on the Vikings. It is banner night. First time in 30 years, it was the uh, Detroit Lions are putting the banner up. That team's going to be fucking lit. Dan Campbell might suit up himself and just play a fucking snap just to show them boys what hard is. They're taking on the Vikings, and there's no way in hell am I not taking the Detroit Lions here. And I'm taking Detroit Lions minus three and a half. We're going to hammer them, boys. Yeah, definitely. Um. I think they're a better team for sure. I just don't know. They pretty much have the three seed locked up, though, don't they? Or is it uh, if the 49ers lose, some shit could go down? Uh, in the playoff picture, they are – yeah, they're definitely a three seed. But if the Dallas Cowboys – if the Cowboys and Eagles both lose, they could be in the second seed. Mm, okay. So, yeah, um, I can see them. I, I can see them. I can see them coming into this game very, very excited, very turned up, very lit, very young. But I don't know if their starters are going to play the whole game. I'll still take the um, – because their starters don't play. Like you said, it's a battle of backup quarterbacks. So like, I'm still just take this um, Lions team because they might be coached a little because I like their coaching, the way they coach, even though I'm a big Kevin O'Connell fan. But I'll still take the Lions one more time this season. This season. I bro, Dan Campbell could suit up for quarterback, like I said, which he might. Uh, nah, take him three and a half. Man, nah, that shit is going crazy. That's going to be a turned up stadium. Then we have the battle of the AFC East. The I, neither one of these teams are doing shit bowl. The New England <laughs> Patriots are taking on the New York Jets. Patriots four and twelve. Does Bill go out? If Bill doesn't get resigned, what some people are saying, if he's just out the door after this season, does he coach them boys to one more win just to fuck up their draft chances? Or does he give the Jets an easy dub because he might want to stay another year and he wants one of these 
fucking Ferraris of a quarterback coming out of college this upcoming draft? I mean, I think they're probably going to part ways because it's it's probably the best for the whole the best for both both parties. But um, I don't think this the way they just played the the Bills last week. I don't think if the Patriots come um ready to play, I don't think they be this Jets team can even keep up with them. I think the best thing I've seen for the Jets this week is I was there was a meme that was um bro was um it had Aaron Rodgers running with the American flag and it was like me me running into New Year's me running into the New Year's me running into the gym this New Year's no no me starting my fitness journey this New Year's and like people were dying laughing like ah ha ha but I'm like oh you guys don't know that like <laughs> he he only goes four plays after that <laughs> yeah no I. I think if I'm hearing you correctly, you're out on the Jets. Oh, for sure. Okay, just want to make sure because I'm also completely out on the Jets. Like uh, Zach Wilson is not playing, and like I apologize to Zach Wilson, like because at least when he's in games, it's like somewhat competitive. Like it looks like it just looks like a shitty NFL team, but when he's not in the game, they look like an arena football semi-pro fucking team. It's just complete and like people think Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers is great, but he they just think he's gonna come in and next thing you know, like this team is now fucking gonna be thirteen and fucking four Super Bowl fucking champions. That's I mean, maybe he does. And if he does do that, that only adds to the legacy because it's like, well, look what the fuck they did for the past three years. Robert Sala's hanging on by a fucking thread of like you lucky Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Or else we would fire you right now. But we like you didn't have him all season. Patriots, I don't know what Bill's gonna do. I don't think Bill's ever not gonna coach. Like, even if he knows he's losing his job, I feel like he's still gonna coach his fucking ass off. It's just like he just oozes good plays. He doesn't mean to. It just comes out of him naturally. And I think he's gonna have his boys ready to beat the Jets. For sure. I mean. To get, go back to the Aaron Rodgers Jets points, I don't think that they can't come back and go like 13 and 4 and have a great season and everything. I just think with this O line, it doesn't matter. If you if they come through and rebuild this O line for Aaron Rodgers to be ready to hold this on rock, they can look good next year and they'll figure it out. I mean, even if they don't have the best receivers, they, as long as motherfuckers don't drop the ball, you still have Garrett Wilson over there. You could There's something that you could do about it. But. Without that, this is going to be the same thing, just same thing, just a different day. And then we kind of hit on this game. We're both on the Falcons to beat the Saints in New Orleans. This is a potential win and go to the playoff situation if the Bucks lose to the Panthers. Um, uh, The only thing I think you got to fear, Kev, is a fucking Jameis Winston empty briefcase type of situation that may be <laughs> ruined right now. Oh, you know it's coming. He's gonna eat a W. He's gonna give you everything he got. Everything he got. Kitchen sink type of game for Winston, bro. Yeah, everything. He might end up. He, he might have a speech so good that he ends up playing this game. That's what they were talking about. Some players' stats don't show everything that they bring to a team, bro. They they always bring up like the Draymond Greens and like that. Like one fucker's like that doing the trench work. No one ever brings up like a Jameis Winston, who who ain't touching the fucking floor, who ain't touching the field. 
but he is putting, he's the most prepared man on the fucking field. No one even knows. That's like if Udonis has them as nigga. Like, yeah, right. Zero, zero, zero for 25 minutes. But you don't know what, what was going on 60 minutes before the game yeah, kicked he, off. Yeah, he's the one in the locker room. Like, let them boys have a problem. He's the nigga that they go to. He's just behind the coach pacing back and forth. Like, <laughs> tell him, coach. But next game, this game don't – I mean, I won't say it won't matter as it does actually matter, but Jags taking on the Titans. Jags, once we're about to ride off into the sunset, easy-peasy playoff. They could have been the Lions right now type of team. Instead, they are – they did what the Jags always tend to do and shoot themselves in the foot multiple times, and now they're 9-7 taking on the Titans in Tennessee – Titans can play spoiler, can knock him out of playoff contention potentially. Jags, all you have to do is win this game and you're in the playoffs. It may, it's, to a lot of people, it's as simple as Jags need a win, they're going to win. Titans got nothing to win for. Why not go get a better draft pick? But they don't understand how deep this, these division rivalries run. And fun fact, the teams that needed a win against a team that doesn't need a win at all, has only won 44% of the games uh, statistically in like the last five years or something like that. So it's not, they tend to be the ones that don't show up. There's the team that needs to win. There's the point out to some people. Uh, the best part about the NFL is that in a world where everything is a little bit more friendly and, we, and kindness is kind of more on the, on the forefront. Oh, boy, the NFL is petty. Oh, them boys. NFL teams are petty. Coaches, petty. What you mean you're going to the playoffs? I'm not going to the playoffs. What you mean you're going to the playoffs? Oh, no. Nah, we finna watch this bitch at the house. We finna order. We finna order some food. And we finna get this down. Y'all not finna sell out no tickets. Y'all not finna sell no tickets. No t- y'all, wanna, y'all, wanna, y'all want y'all fans to tailgate? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I was watching Shannon Sharp and he was breaking it down. You're like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> if I'm at home, you at home. I'm playing spoilers. And that's what I love about the NFL. That's why I like Week 18 so much. Remember when the Clown Town Jags came through and they fucking knocked off the fucking Colts? To- Carson Wentz Colts ended his time in Indianapolis. Literally, like, and they, this is the same team whose fans. This is the same team whose fans came in the um, arena in clown uniforms to tell the coach to tell the owner, like, "Yo, bro, we're tired of this bullshit." Like, there's nothing better than that, and so. I would. I think the Jaguars are gonna win, but I'm rooting for the Texans. I mean the Titans. I got. I got the Jags as well. Trevor Lawrence should be playing. It's just crazy to think that like they're in this position. Um, if the Titans had like a, a ability to throw the ball, like if they really like, I don't like if they were really like a dual headed. Like Derrick Henry's not really rushing for one fifty. So they need to throw the ball. They can't really throw the ball. So they only can rely on, like, their defense. And don't get me wrong, Trevor Lawrence could throw three interceptions. And, like, this, that could be the Jags' way of going out. But I'm going to lean towards the Jags' defense. I think they're going to be the ones that end up being the difference maker. I mean, they they held the Panthers to zero points last week. That's hard to do in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm giving the Jags. I'm to get the Jags. They're going to get the dub and take the assets to the playoffs. They shouldn't have been in this position, but they're here now, so let's figure it out. But if the Titans fuck this up, <laughs> that should be so funny. But they're in a position that even if they lose, as long as, like, 
such and such wins or such and such wins. Yeah, if if, if the bill win. and again, if the Bills lose to the Dolphins, Jags make it no matter what. Or if like if if um the Steelers lose to the Ravens, they make it no matter what type shit. So like there is a world where they make it no matter what happens here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was it for the one o'clock games. Now onto the seven four o'clock games. They have slated. Oh wow. <laughs> Cardinals, Seahawks, Battle of the Birds. It's in Arizona. I'm going to come out on straight right now. Seahawks are a three-point favorite. Give me the Cardinals plus three as one of my best bets. I think that, once again, I have leaned into this so much. Kyler's playing for his fucking job. The Seahawks aren't like an overwhelming force. If I'm going with the Jaguars, which is a team that could boof it for themselves, I need me at least a couple. Like I'm going for the Lions. have no reason to win already. Uh, Like, I need me a couple of teams that have nothing to win for, but other just want to play spoiler. And my one of my spoiler teams was going to be the Cardinals this week. I think that I mean last week they looked great against the Eagles, and like they can only keep building upon that. And I think they're going to knock off the Seahawks' hopes of making the playoffs here with this with being them in Arizona. How I can tell you don't know your lesson. How many times have we have we had to learn? How many times have we told them, fade the Gatorade? You look good. You beat the Eagles. That was the high point of y'all season. They probably you guys probably won't draft Drake May. Like you paid Kyler all this money. Like, all right, cool. Like James Conner's probably gonna come back. Like, they figured a lot of things out with that one. This is not that week they come out to look good. I think Pete Carroll comes in, still in the playoff race, still not mathematically out of the playoffs yet. So let's get the win and whatever the fuck happens, happens. Yeah, I mean the peak they're at the eighth seed. They're right behind the on uh, the Packers, which we'll talk soon enough. But like all they have to do is win and they keep their playoffs hopes. But I'm telling you, I need me a couple spoilers and I, I the Cardinals are gonna be one of my spoilers. I'd go in my refrigerator right now to grab the Gatorade if I wasn't so lazy. Fade the Gatorade. Happy we're split on that one. We've been pretty lined up on a lot of these games. Uh, next game, I want to see where we line up here. Packers three-point favorite at home taking on the Chicago Bears. Packers are in the playoffs. You win, you're in the playoffs. You lose, and you're eliminated. Are the Bears gonna play spoiler? This is a division rivalry that goes back as long as they it go as long as it goes in the NFL. And these are arguably two of the hottest teams in the last five weeks, uh, in the Bears and the Packers, at least offensively. Jordan Love, I mean, Justin Fields. I mean, the Bears beat the fuck out of the Packers last week, so I can't come in here talking crazy. Justin Fields has been playing for his life. But they, this is another team I feel like they solidified that already. Like the fans are already screaming, We want fields, we want fields, you guys secure the number one pick. Everybody's thinking you're gonna draft Marvin Harrison Jr. over these quarterbacks that are out there. Or just yeah, trade like, out of it. Yeah, I like um I like the Packers to come in this come in this bitch, play this game and make the playoffs because Make the playoffs and look at a lot of motherfuckers in the face like, what? What? What was this? What was all that bullshit y'all was talking at the beginning of the season? 
What? Hey, Gator, remember when you put the Bears number two? What? <laughs> like, you feel me? But if, if the Packers win this game, I want – I don't give a fuck, bro. I want Matt LaFleur on the mic talking about, I hope y'all have fun in New York. Like, send a little ah. shot to him, Robert. Like, I hope, I hope New York kind of having fun right now. Saying something. But I have to go with the Bears, bro. They're four and ah. one in their last five, and their one loss is to the Browns. And, like, Joe Flacco, they were up, like, 20. They were up 17 to, like, three before Joe Flacco said, you know, let me crank this bitch up a little bit. And then we <laughs> turned and he turned it around for him. And that was after throwing three interceptions in that game. Like he's like, you know what? Like I forgot. I'm not left-handed. And he went back. To <laughs> so I don't blame him for that loss. I think they're one of honestly one of the hottest teams. If if Justin Fields come back from his injury two weeks earlier, we're talking about this is a both teams could probably uh like whoever wins this is in the playoff type scenario. I have to go with the Bears here. I think this is another thing. This is a young team. Like you saw how I faded the Bucks. Uh no, not really, not the Bucks. Um who I can't remember who I faded earlier, but I faded I'm fading the uh Packers here because there's no real vet. I know they're probably a little locked in, but there's no one like to really lead these boys if something gets like shaky on the field. It might the moment might be a little too big for them, whereas the Bears might just go out there with no worry in the world. Like, hey, it doesn't matter if we win or lose this game. Like it doesn't, doesn't really matter for us. So, like, they go out there and throw everything at them, and they find a way to win. I mean, I respect the Bears beating the Lions, but in that 4-1, four, four they played the Vikings, which was a 12-10 game. We beat the Lions by 15, lost to the Browns by 3 when they were up 17-3, beat the Cardinals by 11, beat the Falcons by 20. Like, I respect that 4-1, but I don't respect it as much as I respect um the the tear that the Bills are on right now, or the um, the tears that a couple that a few better teams are on right now, I would think this is the same as if the Falcons had just beat the Panthers and the Falcons, the Panthers and the Bucks. The Falcons would have been the hottest team at that point in time in the season. What's just so good about football? Next game, Chargers Chiefs. Ain't really much for this game. Like, uh, there will be backups for the Chiefs. Chargers already backups. Yeah. Yeah, like they already have backups on the Chargers. Um, I should just flip a coin and leave it at that. Uh, I I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on just the whole I I'm just completely the Chargers let a team put fucking sixty three on their head top. But I there's no way I'm picking this team at all. I they they keep it close with the Bills. I don't give a fuck. Give me give me uh who is it, Blaine Gabbert? Lane Gabbert looked pretty fucking good when he had to come in for uh, Patrick Mahomes towards the end of last year. So, yeah, give me give me red-hot Blaine Gabbert to get them boys a win. 63 on your top is crazy. Like, yeah, that shit is bad. I'm not going to lie to you. Only thing about 63 is 70. <laughs> and it was the Raiders. We, we saw Aiden O'Connell not be able to complete a forward pass a couple of games later after him dropping 63 on the, on the, on the fucking Chargers. Like, yeah, that shit was bad. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride the Raiders on the um, Raiders on not the Raiders. Chiefs. I'm gonna ride Chiefs with you kid, cause yeah. Never will I pick a team like they're in just they're they're just they're all fucked up. No culture over there right now. Yeah, no culture at all. They is the probably the most unseasoned team, bro. They bought, <laughs> they went out and bought great 
components, right? They were like, yeah, let me get the lobster tail, some Wagyu beef. And then they said, fuck it, let's get me, like, they got Brandon Staley. So they let my daughter go cook in the kitchen with that. They say, yeah, let me let you cook it up. And it's fucking, you wonder why you get a shit sandwich at the end of the day. Yeah. Next game, Raiders, Broncos, same division, keeping it within the family. Neither team really got shit to play for here other than just the momentum of ending the season, right? Sean Payne could lead his the Broncos to a winning season in his first season all while benching Russ like he wanted to since week one. And the Raiders could, I mean, the, the coach, he's kind of – I was about to say, I just agree. I think coach, coach is playing for a job right now because the Raiders know they fucked up last time when they didn't know him hired to enter him. If and he like, wins this game, they, he, and he's, he is the definition of culture. Yeah, he's they can't do it twice, right? They can't do it twice. You can't fire that. If you fire your intern coaches back to back years after they come in and do something for you, bro, that then the football go gods will be on your ass for the next twenty years. Yeah, you are gonna have to just eat it, homie. I don't care if he's asking for a hundred milli. You just gonna have to eat that one. I mean, I probably wouldn't pay him a hundred milli, but <laughs> I, I see, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> you understand the sentiment. Yeah, I see where you're going with that. I, I, I respect it. So who's coming in more with the needing to win here? We got Jared Stidham Broncos and Aiden O'Connell Raiders. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders got this. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't believe in Jared Stidham. Even though he didn't look good last week. I think they're still – I think nobody was behind Russ, but they do think the way they went about that was pretty fucked up. They're not fucked. They're not rocking with the off. There's, there's a lot of things lost right now. I think this team is – the Bronco County is trending forward nicely. But um, I don't think this is the way – they. I don't think they end their season riding off of the sunset. I think the Raiders come through and Devontae Adams and them boys just put up one – like I feel like they spoiled them riding off in the sunset. This is still a spoiler game for the Raiders in a sense. I, I fuck with you with that. I'm going to co-sign the Raiders. Uh, and I fuck with their coach heavy. I, I still haven't gone over Champagne just kind of like leaving the Saints. Like when Drew Brees left and then all of a sudden he just kind of was like, yeah, I'm done with football. And then I'll, actually, you know, like the Russell Wilson coaching position opened up and he's like, oh, I'm – and at the same time, the Saints were like a negative $100 million in cap space. So like it was all like oh this is why he's really leaving is this he doesn't want to, have to deal with the after, the fallout of everything. But they they literally I was seeing this when it happened because that happened the first year we had the pocket. I was like yo bro, this motherfucker saw Jameis Winston at practice and said yo I'm done. I'm do yeah he just drew his I'm coach. Out. And he was like, yo. I just fell out of love with the game for some reason. Yeah, he saw Jameis Winston at practice and then he was like all right can we replace him? When can how long till we can replace him? He said, we're actually negative 100. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not going to oh, mess with this shit. So, y'all already. He, y'all, I, I tend to take the fall for that, for that um, bounty, that bounty shit. I'm, yeah. I already. I, I yeah, already and the bounty. Yeah, there's no way the football gods are going to let him get his 500 record this season, bro. Fuck it. The Raiders are going to be the ones to do him in. We'll see. Hopefully they do. And they also battled it out with the Chargers last week, a team that was dead. It'd be funny if um not funny, but it would be it did be like quite ironic if Justin uh if um Stidham were to get hurt and they put Russ and they have to put Russell Wilson in. 
That would be quite ironic. I want Russ to throw the game too, bro. I wanted to. I wanted to come in just immediate. I, like, I want to see five picks, first five throws. Like, like I, I want him to. Um, I want him to um, win that bitch. I'm not gonna lie to you because they're probably gonna cut him. Still have to pay his ass, and then he can go to whatever team he wants. Just stay away from Atlanta. I don't know if anyone's gonna cut. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna want to pick him up. Maybe they do. Nah, there's some teams that need quarterbacks. There's there's only th- there's there's only thirty two jobs out there, and it's really like and it's really like and it's really like only like fourteen to eighteen are like genuine people. Where you're like, yeah, that that dude's a, that dude's a QB. Nah, the rest are like, it'd be nice if you had somebody else. We see we can see him going to the Big Apple with the Giants, who we're about to talk next, taking on the Eagles. I like how you did that. <laughs> I mean, they need a QB. I mean, Ty, don't get me wrong. I think Tyrod should be the starter. Tyrod has shown nah. enough film that he should be the starter moving forward. Facts. He can make them boys go vertical. Like that's just my that's my favorite way of explaining that. Like this team was not. This team was a. Remember when they fired them that one coach because of like in the end it was like third and like sixteen or like third and fifteen and like all Burke could do was run the ball. A QB sneak, to be exact. Yeah, like, all they could do was that because they just don't – they just weren't a confident offense. And, like, this Giants team looks like that all the time. Even with Brian Dayball, they show times where they just don't look like a competent offense. And some reason, Tyrod Taylor can – I don't know if he has a voice in the locker room. The niggas respect his story. Niggas – they play for him. They come ready to play. He opens up the offense. Like, they, they actually have a vertical, deep threat option when he's in. And he's just as mobile. He's he's smarter, too, where he's not throwing the, the uh, uh, interceptions. He's not fumbling because he's trying to do too much with his body. I think, like, he's another – like, they're five-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Eagles here. And the Eagles are playing some of the worst football they've they were one in four in their last five. They're getting cooked out there. Their one win was to this Giants team, which was a one possession game to to end uh, at the end of it. Like they were the Giants are in this game for most of it. Now they got Tyrod Taylor. I don't. Tommy DeVito was starting that game with Tyrod in. This is a different. This is a different ball club here. I I find it very interesting. It's not a game I really want to bet on because I don't want to ever be caught in a situation where I bet on the Giants. But I do think the Eagles win this game. But it's a game where I pick the Eagles. But if the Giants beat them, I'm honestly gonna be pretty happy. Not happy, but just like, yeah, like this is actually like the Eagles are playing some of the worst football in the league right now, and like. Just because the record's good, no one's really stressing too much right now. I mean, the Eagles started this game this season ten and one. What are they ten and seven? What are they like eleven and um five? Yeah, like they they're not the best team right now for Buck for sure. But I will say, I definitely expect them to win this game. And I this is game. Well, I'm going to be watching on this game. This is defense. I want to see what they don't have Slay right now. They might have him in the playoffs. I'm not sure. But they're missing a couple pieces. But can this defense really be that defense that brought them to the Super Bowl last year? Can this defense really turn up? Can this defense really take a stand? That's what I'm going to be watching this game most likely. I'm going to be watching this game. Is this front seven still a fucking problem? Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, like all these people down there. Like, are there still a fucking issue that people are fucking terrified of? 
That's what I want to see. If this Eagles team can show me that, then I'm like, oh, yeah, this Eagles team can go to the playoff and get wins. But if they can't show that this week, mm-mm, mm-mm. I can't put no money on the Eagles this, this playoffs. I'm not putting no money in the playoffs at all. I mean, on them boys, the playoffs at all. But I do think they'll find a way to win this particular game. But I will be rooting for Tyrod Taylor come 4 o'clock. Yeah, I got I got the Giants with you. I'm not going to lie. Then I, I keep wanting to say it, but they're all divisional games. Divisional game, 49ers, Rams. 49ers secured the number one seed damn near. Uh, they're going to be having the backup. Sam Darnold looked pretty, uh, pretty good at practice from what most people said. He looked great in preseason. It is the Shanahan offense. End of the day, Elijah Mitchell will be playing because CMC did get hurt in the um, last game, so he should be rested for the playoffs. Rams, they they need to win this game. Um, I think this is like this is a, a preview of what potentially could be a very good playoff matchup because I think the Rams are a team. I said I was talking in the fantasy group chat. I'm like, the Rams are gonna they like. This could be – don't look now, but this could be like Eli Manning Giants type of territory we're talking right now. Like, this is a very veteran-heavy team that's done it already, and they're in the wild card, and they're playing some of the best ball they played all year. Like, they got hot at the right time, and they have a quarterback who is not afraid to throw that motherfucker. And he has some stars, a good coach around him, and a, a defense that has some playmakers. Like, this is not a team I think anyone in the NFC really wants to be matched up with. Like, this is one of those where, you know, in basketball where some people lose the final game or final couple games on purpose, so they drop their seed just because they didn't want to play that that eighth seed like because the seventh seed was actually a worse team to, like, be matched up against. The, so this is something that I could see. Like, no one wants to see this Rams team. I think the Rams – I'm also going to go with the Rams here as the underdog. I Even though the 49ers are a better team on paper, the Rams is kind of – I think they're going to find a way to win it, and they're going to – they're just playing hot football, and they're going to – they they have more to play for right now than the 49ers. Huh. That's funny. Paul, you said that to me, and I just, I just understood why they created that little um, – the playing tournament for the um, NBA because, like, they probably made that so to deter people from being able to know who the seven and eight seed are so you can't um, – So you I can't lose a game or two so you don't yeah. have to. That's crazy. I just put that I just put that together right now. I, mean, I could just be tripping. But, um, yeah, I think this is a very scary game for the um, 49ers because you definitely don't want to play your starters too much, but this, especially against the game, against a team that needs to win to get in. And like you're saying, they're playing their best ball. This is one of the teams I wanted to bring up when I was talking about how they're, they're, them playing their best ball isn't the same as the Bears playing their best ball right now. Like, there's levels to this shit. That's true. So, so um, yeah, I'm te- definitely taking the Rams to win this. If Kyle Shanahan and them are smart, they're not going to play their, um, their, their people too much. Debo says they're going to play a good bit. Um. But yeah, I'm not playing them boys too much, especially. And I'm just remembering just 49ers team is a team that took so many injuries and just barely willed their way back into the NFC Championship. Like they genuinely like had so many injuries, it was crazy. So like I'm taking the Rams on this one. The Rams need to win this game, and they better win this game. Yeah, and Debo's a person who's been injured quite a lot in his career, I would say so far. And Ayuk has been kind of someone that's been banged up throughout his career, and CMC. 
I mean, got the he got injured last game. Like you don't want to risk that going in. Trent Williams, like you don't. These are some big players you don't want to risk. We don't even have to say throughout their career. We can say this season. Yeah, all don't those names, all those people like, missed games. George Kittle's the only one, and Fred Warner, like the only two guys that is like stars on the team that's been like here healthy for most like ninety nine percent of their career. Oh no, I think George Kittle began was getting hurt a lot the last two years. I think this is the first year that he's had on um, the George Kittle season again. Let me see that. I don't think he's missed as much games. But I think um when it comes, I know definitely last year for sure, because he was missing like three or four games. Unless he was just missing end games. Maybe I'm tripping, he was just missing end games. But no, nah, I think those last two years he wasn't the healthiest. He so, so he's uh, played in 2020, he missed half the season, but other than that, he's played at least 14 games a season. Okay. So 2020, oh, yeah. he, did, he was out for half a season. So, yeah, I think um, I respect this. I think this game just comes down. When it comes to resting players, I don't know anything about it. I'm not a coach. But I think it comes down to the concept of understanding that all right, you guys are resting. You guys aren't going to play this week, but, like, let's keep that mental toughness. Let's keep that same fortitude. Let's keep these training regimens. Let's make sure that we're still preparing as if we were to play. Like, if they said, fuck it, y'all are starting. They'll play us type shit. Like, like let's keep that same energy and keep that mindset so we can come in next week because that's a long time. To rest your players this week, get the bye next week, and that, that is a long-ass time. So, like, Let's get them. Let's get some reps in, but let's not do too much. All right. And our final game, because you don't know, we already made the Sunday night picks at the beginning of the episode. Final game, 425 Cowboys, Commanders, biggest uh, biggest spread on the slate. Cowboys, 13-point favorite. I think the Cowboys easily win this game. I mean, maybe, maybe they do the Cowboys type of shit and they blow it. Um, but they have like, even if they lose this game, worst case scenario, they still make playoffs, but people are saying the Cowboys are known to this boop. They shit also at the finish line. I'm going Cowboys. I'm going by a big, massive blowout here. But do you see a world where so the B enemy and Sam Howell and them somehow find a way to beat this Cowboy squad? Fuck no. I do not. I'm not rooting not for them boys at all right now. But it's not on some hate shit. It's not on some. I just think they just. I think they underperformed this season when it came to the commanders. I wasn't high on them, but I was expecting more than four wins, maybe six. But um, I think there was a point in time where this team probably had one of the best offenses in the league for like a good like four uh four or five week span. But that's all. That's it. That's all they can um say for the season. I don't think there's too much to come from. They definitely have to deal with it um slight injuries. Um and defenses are definitely um watching scary Terry crazy, but um yeah I think they lose this game it'd be good for them they lose the game they're probably gonna be one of the coach the first coaches that get fired that we get the pink slips from on um on Monday so um hmm. we'll see pink slips on Monday come Monday yeah because you know Black Monday everybody love that's what another reason why I love Week 18 it's the last week of the season so much because Black Monday is bad you just like. I swear last year, like, four or five coaches got fired by Monday type shit. Black and Monday. That's what we're all, we're all going to get the news on Monday that um Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have decided to pilot. That's, that's what we'll, this Monday we'll get. Uh, next episode, recap, we'll talk about it. 
that would be the biggest coaching firing just in like in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think it's gonna be. That's why. That's why. It's, that's why I'm saying that Bill's gonna leave for sure this year. Because next, because if he stays till next year, next year is gonna be a fire. This year is gonna be. Oh, we decided to part ways. Yeah. Well, before we head out of here, we do have to lock up two for our final locks of the year before we get to the playoffs and our one dog, Kev. And as always, throw it to you. You can go first. Ah, man, you got to love it. The last one, and hopefully we can finish strong because we started strong, so let's finish strong. For my locks, I'm going to take the Jags to handle business, fuck up the, fuck the club up. Fuck the club up. <laughs> Even though I was talking all that good shit about the Titans. The Jags, handle business, fuck the club up. And then um, well, let's go Seahawks. Didn't, didn't, I'm not too high on the Cardinals ending the season. And then I who I really need to fuck the club up is the Rams. I need the boys to fuck the club up. Fuck the fuck, fuck the club. club up. Ah oh, shit. All right. I respect that. I just I, the Rams are a great dog pick in my opinion. I I, was, I thought about them myself. Uh for my <laughs> locks, I'm gonna have to go Texans. This is one of the closest locks you'll have. They're a one and a half point favorite, but I just have oh, a good wow. one with CJ Stroud over this Colt squad. This is him. We're talking about he's going to secure the rookie of the year vote right here. Even though he missed some games, I don't think there's a rookie. Even Puka that could go out there and break the record for our receivers. Which he will. CJ Stroud might walk away with his rookie of the year vote just because of him securing a playoff spot right here. Which he will. Paul, you just said two facts. <laughs> and then on the other end, we got the Chiefs beating the Chargers. I'm just completely out on the Chargers here. Um Oh, wow. Actually, I take that. I'll walk that back. I can't even lock up the Chiefs like I wanted to. They're an underdog. Oh, wow, really? I'm going to have to lock up. I got to do on the fly here, looking around, spewing the board. What do I like? What do I like? The Patriots. I love that. I know you that Raiders team over there. I do like the Raiders, the Raiders, but I also like the Patriots here. The Jets, the, the Patriots, are, Bill may be out after this season. And I think he wants to go out at least with a dub uh, with a team that he won all them Super Bowls with. Well, I would never expect you to choose Bill to ride out in the sunset. I never thought you would. Wow. I respect for Bill. I mean, Unlike that fake-ass dynasty that we're going to beat come Sunday night in Buffalo. So I'm dogging up the Dolphins. We're going to send them boys hopefully out of the playoffs, and we're going to be riding into the sunset. You know whenever you go to the beach – there's two things that happen at the same same time. Dolphins and a sunset. So we're gonna be riding out. I think Tua, he's not winning MVP, but this is gonna be he might have an MVP type performance, game winning drive, something to go out on top right before to give to give everyone some like, oh shit, the Dolphins back type of vibes going into the playoffs. I respect it. I respect it. I mean, I'm personally have gone to beaches in Miami and I didn't see any dolphins, but I love the analogy. <laughs> wasn't wasn't looking hard enough, bro. It was there. I bet you I, I didn't stay till sunset. That's what it was. See, that is the issue right there. But yeah, no, that's my that's my dog. I mean, there were so many we we both picked a lot of dogs uh this week, so there was definitely enough to pick, uh choose from. Yeah, it was one of those weeks. You know how that shit goes. Watch, watch, watch a nigga go like 11 and 5 or like 12 and 4, and I'm be like, yeah, dog, he's barking. 
<laughs> well, appreciate everybody watching. Thank you for watching the season. We'll be back to recap the final week of the NFL 2022-2023 I mean, season. And next picks you'll see us will be the playoffs. So hopefully your team made it. If not, better luck next year. If y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers.